Hello and welcome to How to Take Over the World. This is Ben Wilson and we've got a great mini episode for you today. We should be having more mini episodes coming your way. We're going to be releasing weekly in 2022, so we'll have a good mix of shorter episodes and mini episodes as well as the longer series that you're used to. To start off with, this episode is a lesson I learned from reading about one of my heroes, a man by the name of John Wooden. John Wooden was a basketball coach at UCLA, the University of California, Los Angeles. And for those of you outside the United States, college sports function much like minor leagues or junior professionals here in the United States. Top players will typically go to play college sports for a year or so before turning professional. So it is considered high-level athletics here in the U.S. And in college athletics, John Wooden is considered probably the greatest coach of all time. He won 10 championships in 12 years at UCLA, including seven in a row. And that's a record that is unmatched in men's college basketball and as far as I know, in college athletics in general. I'm sure someone will email me to tell me about an exception, but John Wooden is considered one of the greats. And he was also a great teacher and mentor. If you've seen Karate Kid, John Wooden was sort of a Mr. Miyagi type of character. He was known for his aphorisms and sayings. He was known as someone who was very wise, someone who knew a lot about not just basketball, but about life in general. So he wrote a few books, and people have compiled a number of books from his quotes and sayings. And I was reading a book that John Wooden co-wrote, and I read something really interesting that I recognized from the lives of other greats, so I thought I would share it here. John Wooden was a drill master. He was obsessed with the fundamentals of basketball. He would drill his players over and over in the correct way to pass, dribble, and shoot. And in fact, it went beyond that. He was obsessed with the tiniest details. On the first day of practice, he would teach his players how to put on their socks and tie their shoes. He explained why when he wrote, quote, I believe in the basics, attention to and perfection of tiny details that might commonly be overlooked. They may seem trivial, perhaps even laughable to those who don't understand, but they aren't. They are the difference between champions and near champions. As you might expect, John Wooden was also a very hard worker. He worked harder, longer, and more intensely than just about any other coach. With that in mind, you might think that he also worked his players harder than any other coach. And in some sense, Yes, that was true. But while it's true that John Wooden did push his players to work quite hard, I discovered something surprising about the way that he did that. I would have expected Coach Wooden to have had longer practices than anyone else for him to have worked his players from morning to night. But as it turns out, that wasn't the case at all. He actually had much shorter practices than most other coaches. They were limited to two and a half hours at most, and most of the time they actually were more like two hours. And in the context of high-level athletics, a two-hour practice is considered extremely short. But there's a reason that he did this, as we will see. Here's what he wrote about his practices. Quote, Players would move quickly from one drill to another. We didn't achieve conditioning by doing laps or running up and down stairs or doing push-ups. We did it through the efficient and intense execution of individual fundamental drills. The players were always working and running and moving. Move, move, move. Up, back, up, back, move. Quickly, hurry up. No resting, no standing around, no idle chatter. The pressure I created during practices may have exceeded that which opponents produced in games. I believe when an individual constantly works under pressure, he or she will respond automatically when faced with it during competition. 
So as you can tell, Coach wouldn't pack as much into those two hours as other coaches might put into three and a half hours of practice. There's an old saying that practice makes perfect. But another great coach, an American football coach named Vince Lombardi, said, quote, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. In other words, practice won't make you better if you're practicing the wrong way, the wrong thing. That is definitely a sentiment that Coach Wooden would have agreed with. And by making his practices short and intense, Wooden could make sure that his players were always practicing perfectly. He didn't want his practices to last any longer than his players could maintain a high level of intensity and performance. He always, always wanted to maintain the highest level of intensity, pressure, and performance. Coach Wooden thought that if players were even a little bit relaxed during practice, if they were playing at 90% speed rather than 100% speed, then they would get used to playing at 90% speed, and they wouldn't be ready to go to 100% in an actual game. And also that they might, in these relaxed practices, develop bad habits that would start to leak into their game time performances. Reading about this reminded me of a conversation I had with a friend of mine who was an engineer at Apple a dozen years ago or so. He described the effort that went into designing the layout of the internal components of a computer at Apple. So that if you opened an Apple computer and looked at the inside, looked at the chips and the motherboard and the graphics chip and all that, it looked as beautiful as the exterior. It was as well designed. And apparently this directive came straight from the top, from Steve Jobs himself. Now, of course, few people see the insides of a computer and no potential buyer is going to crack open their laptop and take a look at it to see how beautifully it is arranged. So it's hard to see how this would have any impact on the quality of the products or the experience of the customer. But Steve Jobs had the same insight as Coach Wooden. If he allowed his designers and engineers to take a relaxed approach when the stakes were low, then they would develop bad habits that would affect their performance when the stakes were high. And so every facet of every project was held to the same stringent design standards at Apple. So when you practice, make sure that your intensity is always high, that you are practicing with the speed, force, and sharpness that you will need in the most intense situations. Even if, like Coach Wooden, that means doing a little less, spending a little less time. That's okay. Do a little less, but at a higher level of intensity. I really think that Coach Wooden's insight seems simple, but it is one of those hidden keys to greatness. If you keep your intensity high, and insist on near perfection and be consistent about it, then you're on the path to greatness. And that applies not only to athletics, but to any discrete skill. Athletics, chess, public speaking, cooking, um, even coding, marketing, design, you wanna have that consistent high level of intensity. Now, I will give one counter example that I can think of. Um, so one thing that springs to mind is Thomas Edison when he was in the prime of his inventing days, he would have his top inventors with him and they would work during the night. And at midnight, they would take a break and have these midnight dinners. And they would sit around and enjoy food and a little bit of drink and, and chat. And it was this great relaxed environment and then they would go back to work. And so that seems like a counterexample, right? Instead of maintaining that high level of intensity at all times, they were having moments of, of low intensity, essentially, moments of levity. And I think in creative pursuits, you don't always want to have that high level of intensity. You do mostly want to have it, but you also want to have periods that are more relaxed because those can lead to moments of spontaneity and unexpected connections. But when you are, like I said, trying to learn or perfect a skill, that's when you want to lock in and keep that high level of intensity, um, those John Wooden-like practices. And you might be saying to yourself, okay, but many of those things 
have an element of creativity as well. So how do you handle that? And, you know, basketball does too. Basketball has an element of creativity as well. So I'll tell you how Coach Wooden created moments of creativity while also maintaining that high level of intensity. What he did is Coach Wooden would plan every detail of every practice in advance. He would write every single drill on a three by five card, and then he would go through these three by five cards as the practice went on. And every three by five card said how long the drill should last down to the second. And he would follow that without fail. He would never adjust the plan of a practice while he was in it. If he had any ideas for how to do things differently or how to do things better, he would write them down on the back of the three by five card and revisit it later. And he did often revisit how practices were done. He spent as much time planning his practices as he did actually carrying them out. So he revisited his notes often and often thought of ways to do things better. And he was more relaxed and creative in those moments because creativity is important, but you shouldn't switch up how you are doing things while you are in the middle of practicing. When you're in the middle of practice, consistency is key. So you note down your ideas and come back to it later when you're not in the middle of practice. So there you go. That is how you practice like Coach Wooden, how you practice like a champion. Remember, intensity times consistency equals greatness. Thank you for listening to How to Take Over the World. Go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HTTOTW. That is short for How to Take Over the World. Remember, HTTOTW. Um, okay, that's it. Goodbye, friends, and good luck taking over the world.